seems strange that in order for your muscles to get stronger, you need to essentially tear them first. Have you ever thought about that? In order to get stronger, that's exactly what we do each strength training session. We perform our bicep curls and leg lifts and all the things in order to create micro tears in our muscles so that they recover stronger. Over time, as long as you're working it right, these micro tears will work together to create a greater muscle mass. You have to break down your muscles so they can grow stronger. We can adopt a similar concept through our own challenges. Each challenge is like a micro tear. It can feel painful in the moment, but as we recover, if we allow that micro tear or that pain to heal properly, our challenge will make us stronger. Did you know that airplanes fly because of the friction in the wingspan? The difference in the pressure above and below the wing creates a force on each that lifts the wing up into the air and allows the plane to fly. It is curious also how a bee is even able to fly considering its makeup, but it can. A bee's wings are not rigid. They twist and rotate during flight. The short, quick, and sweeping motions from front to back is what creates enough lift to make it possible. Bees need resistance in order to fly. Isn't that crazy? They need the resistance. Just as muscles need to tear to get stronger, and airplanes need friction in order to fly, and bees need resilience to get into flight, we also can't have victory without a struggle. We grow through the challenges we endure. The limiting beliefs and mental barriers holding you back in the face of trial don't have to define you. Rather, choose to let them refine your mental fortitude and strengthen your resilience and faith muscles. When you are willing to step into the fire of refinement, you can use life's trials and turn them into something beautiful. That's what I did in the face of a crippling injury that took me off course for more than a year. The road to recovery was surprisingly grueling with many unexpected bumps along the way. Follow my journey as I take you through my tears and frustrations and share how the 2021 Boston Marathon became my victory run. My new book, Victory Run, Turning Trials into Triumphs, will outline the process for you to break barriers, mental, physical, and emotional. When life hits you hard and events knock you off track, turn to this book to refuel your spirit and propel you through your finish line and back into the victory circle. For more details about the book, head to redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. Again, that's redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. Or you can always snag it on Amazon too. My prayer is that with this book in your hands, you are empowered to turn your own trials into triumphs. Hey, hey, friend. Welcome back to Goal Driven Moms. I am so excited that you are here with me today because we are talking about how to grow through what you go through. And um, this is a part of or a topic that's inside my new book, Victory Run. If you haven't picked up a copy yet, I highly suggest you do that. Go to redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. You'll get all the details and a link to Amazon to find the book and be able to order it. It's in paperback and ebook, soon to be audiobook, probably coming out in the fall with the audiobook, but still have to record that. Um, but again, redhotmindset.com forward slash victory run. You can also just search victory run Gabe Cox on uh, Amazon. You should be able to find it that way. But super exciting. If you are looking at turning trials into triumphs, then this book is for you. 
if you've struggled through trials in the past, if you have giants in your way and walls and things that just feel so insurmountable, this book will take you on a faith-fueled journey to be able to use your trials to come out stronger. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I talk about um, my broken ankle and how that affected my running and my life and my work and transitions and simplifying and God telling me to stop things and start things and all the things. But, um, you know, in Victory Run, that is the big analogy that I use. And really, in the moments after I fell, the first thoughts I had were things like, what will I do for exercise? Will I still be able to run? Why did this happen to me? And those were questions I had. And I know they're not sim- probably not similar to the questions you have when you're facing trials because sometimes there are different trials and different questions, right? But do you ever question times of trial like I did that day? Have you had any of those questions in the past year? Do you question how to stay strong when things get tough? What does your passion mean to you? I encourage you to ponder this for yourself because the reason why your loss stings so immensely is because of meaningful behind-the-scenes reasons like this. And those reasons that you reflect on are your real whys and the purpose behind what you do. I know a broken ankle seems menial in the grand scheme of things. Like, really, it does. After all, it's just an ankle and it's going to heal. My ankle healed. It might not have healed to 100% yet, but it is healed. But for me, it was my livelihood. I'm a run coach, and I use my running to inspire others to go after their own big, burly goals. Running makes me more disciplined in other areas of my life. It's my me time. It's my prayer time. It's my self-care. And I had a choice to make that day. Would I give up and call it quits on running for good? Or would I persevere, fight through this injury, and come out the other side stronger? And when I say stronger, I'm talking about physical strength, yes. But I'm also talking about a tough mental mindset. Because I had to struggle through some mindsets, I'm telling you. Um, And if you face a similar trial down the road, you have built the skills that you need to cope with it and move forward. So I built some skills to cope with this injury. And they help me to move forward. Now, if I had this injury again or another injury, I don't want it. I'm not asking for it. But if I have it, I have built the skills to cope with it. And you can do that too. Let's talk about how to grow through what you go through so that you can stay tough. You can have a mentally tough mindset going through trials. So how do we find strength in tough times? How do we do it? First of all, you need to know that hard times will come. I know, it's reassuring, right? But God didn't say we wouldn't go through trials or hard times. He didn't. He actually said they would come. But he also said that when things get tough, he'll be right there with us to help us through. Now that is reassuring. Hard times are like stepping into the fire with God as our silversmith, and he's chipping away at the impurities and the rough edges, shaping and molding us and refining us. That's what our struggles do. They refine us. They shape us. They build character. It's the hard times. It's in the hard times that our character is revealed. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, 
Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, Paul understood hard times. He has always fascinated me. Like if I could meet anyone in history, he is the one I would want to have dinner with. I would want to know what it was like going from all powerful and persecuting Christians, right? Because that's what he did. He was on a mission to persecute Christians and he was such a powerful influence. Going from that to a humble servant of Jesus Christ, being persecuted for his beliefs himself, the things that he was doing to Christians, he now was feeling and experiencing. He knew what it was to have plenty and he knew what it was to have nothing. And he wouldn't trade anything for this relationship with Christ. To him, to live was to for Christ and to die was gain. No matter how much he was persecuted, he persevered and continued his mission to spread the gospel. When tough times got tough for him, when times got tough for him, he kept going. And that is why I want to meet him someday. Like I would have loved to have dinner with him and heard his story. But many are under the false impression that the Christian life should be hassle-free so that When the going gets tough, they draw back in disappointment. I don't want you to fall for this illusion. Yes, the Christian life is a blessed life because we have eternal hope. But when storms come, because remember, they will. Choose to persevere and come through the other side stronger. See these painful seasons as opportunities to grow in character and toughness and let God use them. Let God use you. Sometimes we don't know why our struggles come. We don't know why we're experiencing the pain we do. And it's really hard to tell. Like, you can't say, oh, well, they got they experienced this much pain because of something they did. Well, that's not always the case. 1 Peter 5.10 says, In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Sometimes we are, when we are in the midst of our suffering, we feel as though our pain will never end. Peter gave those who he was speaking to a different perspective to lean on. As Christians, in light of eternity, our suffering will only last a little bit. Many of us will be relieved of our suffering within this life, But those who aren't, for whatever reason, like I said, we don't know the reasons we suffer always. Like there are some reasons, we talked about this in a past episode, there are some reasons for our suffering. And I pointed out four different ones, but we don't always know what they are. But if we're not relieved of our suffering in this life, we will be relieved of it eternally. Are you in a tough season right now? Does it feel hopeless? Do you feel like giving up? I encourage you to stay the course. Get honest with God. Focus on gratitude and seek out community. These are keys to getting through the tough times. Choose to keep going and trust God to work out your struggle for his good. We are being refined through our trials, but we can have courage in the midst of them because we know God will not abandon us. As Peter shares in 1 Peter 1.6, we can have confidence 
that God's plans are meant for good and that he will provide his strength and love for us to endure. Here's what he says. There is wonderful joy ahead. Even though you have to endure many trials for a little while, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested and as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. All right, so what are some practical steps, some practical tips for you as you go through hard times? I had mentioned them just a second ago. Get honest with God, focus on gratitude, and seek out community. So let's talk a little bit deeper about these three things. The first one is to get honest with God. Let God know how you're feeling and have an honest, open conversation with him. Psalm 139.2 says, You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. If he can do that, he already knows your thoughts before you tell him. So why not be vulnerable and share all those fears and anxieties, frustrations, anger, and pain with him? If you're feeling the depression stage pulling you down emotionally, pour your heart out to him. This is one place you can truly open up and share your heart without judgment. And guess what? God wants you to. He desires fellowship with us. And unless we're willing to open our hearts to him, how can we have that deep and longing and lasting relationship with him? You know, one of the things that I did, especially in my early years as I was going through um, my deep depression and, and eating disorder and all the things, I actually wrote a lot of poems. And they really shared my pain, but they were mostly written to God. And in this helpless, like, where am I at? What am I doing? Why am I here? Why are you putting me through this? Vulnerabilities. And maybe someday I'll share one of them with you. But um, I haven't really shared them with very many people because they're my vulnerabilities. But that was me crying out to God and being vulnerable with him. In Mark 9, a father brings his boy to Jesus because he was spirit-possessed and thrown into convulsions and tossed to the ground and hurt many times. Often the demon would throw him into the fire or the water in attempts to kill him. He wanted more than anything. So this dad, he wanted more than anything for Jesus to heal his son. And he told Jesus, if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. That's Mark 9, 22b. Jesus asked the father, if you can, everything is possible for one who believes, Mark 9, 23. And the father, wrestling with his belief, exclaimed to Jesus, I do believe, help me overcome my unbelief, Mark 9, 24. So God wants us to take our frustrations and our questions to him. He wants to take, he wants us to take our unbelief to him. He desires it all, the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. He wants everything of us. He wants to strengthen our beliefs so he can work in us and through us. Don't forget to praise him for who he is and what he is teaching you through your particular struggle. No matter how hard it is, it's an important step. Be still and quiet and allow God to speak to you. I really like to get my thoughts out on paper. And just like I did poems back then, um, I journal my prayers to God. Sometimes that's just easier for me than sitting in quiet. I just like to write it out. It really helps me. 
and take, I want you to take some time to journal out your own thoughts. I want you to be real and raw in the moment. What is your mindset right now? Where are you at emotionally? What thoughts are going through your mind? What questions are rising in your spirit? Put all these thoughts on paper and release them from your mind. This is a therapeutic activity that will help you gain perspective and heal. But this first tip is to get honest with God. Number two, focus on gratitude. Rather than looking at the trial as an insurmountable struggle, find some good and cling to that. When we focus on the struggle, it's harder to see through it. But if we focus our attention on a positive, big or small, it doesn't matter, we will be able to see more clearly and fight our way out of the struggle a bit more easily. So many verses tell us why gratitude is important to incorporate into our daily lives. 1 Thessalonians 5.13 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Psalm 118.24 says, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Psalm 107.1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And I could go on and on with verses, but you get the point. And I know it's really hard. It's really hard to find gratitude in our struggles. But when we choose gratitude, it will actually help us reverse our brain. Like it's a a chemical balance of our brain that will help us to see things in a different light. Gratitude is a discipline we need to hone, especially in the midst of our struggles. Sometimes the silver lining is actually who we will become on the other side of overcoming our struggle. And if we don't go through it, we won't become that person. And isn't it great that God is molding us into the person he wants us to be so that we can live a life he wants us to live and so that we can make an impact on others. And maybe the struggle you're going through right now, just maybe your struggle, not that it's great that you have to do it right now, but what if it helps somebody else as they go through a similar struggle? What if you can be that for somebody else? I mean, that's just amazing to think about. So number two, focus on gratitude. And the third tip I have for you is to seek out community. You may feel alone in the season. And if that's the case, I really encourage you to find a buddy who you can link arms with and get through it together. Accountability and community are the two things that will build you up and keep you going. These two essentials create strength in your life. When the going gets tough, the tough find community and support. I'm telling you that, and I'm telling you not to be too cool to ask for help because I have been there. (laughs) I know what it's like not asking for help and trying to do everything all on my own. It's hard to drop our egos and admit that we can't do it on our own, but most of the time we can't. And that's the beauty of community. Others want to help you, but if you don't ask them to, they won't know how to help. Let them in. Don't go through the struggle alone. In the months that I couldn't walk or drive when I had my broken ankle, I felt really blessed with all the love and support that surrounded me. This is when I learned how to delegate. (laughs) Well, I learned that before, but this is how I learned how to ask for help because I actually had to. I was forced to. And I had friends come spend time with me so I didn't feel alone. Others brought meals for our family. 
And what I learned is that my network wanted to help me out. And though I don't really like relying on others all the time, it was nice to know that my family was taken care of. Letting go of that control and letting others in was a huge lesson learned in that season. So when you're going through some tough times, seek out a trusted friend or a family member to be the rock you need in the season you are in. Find a small group with women who are working through similar challenges so that you can support each other. Seek professional help if you need it and do not feel shame for having to do so. Isn't it good that God created professional services to help us through our deepest hurts? Now, number one, get honest with God. Number two, focus on gratitude. Number three, seek out community. We have a choice to make at the point of struggle. Do we give up or do we persevere? At that time, breaking my ankle seemed like the end of the world to me. And I know that maybe sounds silly, but it did. It it felt like the end of the world, but it actually became a gift when I chose to walk the healing process out. When I chose to step into the fire of refinement and allow God to use my trial, I realized that trials can become triumphs. Whatever circumstance you're going through, whatever giants you are facing, whatever wall is standing in your way, my encouragement to you today is to grow through what you go through. Learn from it and become better. If you choose to be a victor, you can inspire others and become the person God meant you to be. Don't let circumstances or obstacles get in the way of you accomplishing your purpose. That's what I have for you today. That's what I want you to know. Don't let those circumstances Don't let those trials get in the way of you accomplishing your purpose. Now, if you want to dive a little bit deeper into this, I have a whole chapter about how to grow through what you go through in Victory Run. So make sure to pick up a copy. You can head to my website, redhotmindset.com. You can search on Amazon, but dive into this. What does it mean to go through a trial and come out stronger? I hope this has blessed you in some way today. And in all things I pray, You just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.